What's up guys? Welcome to the But First Coffee Wake Up Call. We are entering into another season. Fresh thoughts, fresh ideas, fresh content. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Getting back into the swing of things. Another quote-unquote season. It's kind of interesting to look at that, right? I do these like bursts of episodes where I feel like speaking things and then I do more written content on Instagram and then I take a lot of time where I'm silent and I don't say anything and I I just think it's interesting to observe those patterns and those flows and when I feel the need to externalize and record it versus externalizing and just on a walk with my husband or talking to friends or talking it out and then putting it into the written word that is more concise. So I want to talk today about change and how we need to really start acknowledging or just being more aware of how change is never a line drawn in the sand. It is never this single moment of it was there, now it's not. Um, There's so much, there's always an overlap. And I'm talking change like evolutionary change, whether it's individual evolution, your personal growth, your journey, your personal discovery, uh, professional development, or evolution of humanity as a whole, which is kind of where my focus has been recently of what's coming for us and what have we shifted from and and I remember in 2019 before the lockdowns that happened in 2020 talking a lot about like what where we were and what was occurring and what was happening and then what was coming and how the change and the shift and the things that we were going to experience over the next year or so from that point I think it was like December of 2019 or something when I was saying these things And it's interesting to be able to look at how things are at a small level, your individual level, and then what happens on a global level and a collective level level. And I suppose that's sort of my design as a, as a projector, being able to see things that that way and see patterns and see deeply into people and deeply into the tribe. That's a part of my circuitry, but also my environment being mountains and I'm an observer in my environment. I'm meant to be up higher where I can watch. I can see, I can observe what is happening and going. I, I like being able to see that bigger picture. And this interesting concept about evolution and what's coming and what's changing has come up for me personally, has come up for me with conversations with my husband um, about his job, about our family and what's coming. And then on a bigger scale, if you're in the human design world, about 2027 and what's shifting when uh, the cross of planning ends and the cross of the sleeping phoenix starts and where the background frequency that we have been living in for the past 400 some years is changing and how that's going to change things. And it's interesting today how what came to me as I was cooking in the kitchen, isn't it funny how that happens when you're doing other things, something will drop in, right? People talk about, I was in the shower and all of a sudden it just clicked or I was driving in the car on a route I drive every day and it just clicked. And like, yeah, those moments happen where something will show up and it it feels like in a flash, it shows up or um, 
something will change for you in a, in a moment. But if you really take the, the time to be more aware of yourself and your surroundings or to look at the bigger picture and to be more aware over a longer period of time, there's always an overlap. There's always an overlap of transition. There's always little things that start shifting. Like, right, I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking and it feels like this moment, right? This download drops in if you're in the spiritual coaching communities. This download happens, right? I received this download. This idea popped in. I had this epiphany. It clicked. All of a sudden, I had this inspiration or this idea and to me and my body and my awareness, it feels like it was instant. It was in a moment. It was there. It wasn't there and then it was. But in reality, my body has been processing things in the background. For me, it's my emotional system that has been processing information that it has gathered consciously that I'm reading, studying, talking about, seeing, but also unconsciously and how my body and the energetics, that I, the things that I'm picking up from, the world around me, the people around me, my own home, things that my kids are, are around and they're bringing home, that's bits of information that my body is processing that I am completely unaware of. And it is an unfathomable amount of energy that our body processes on a daily basis. All of that has been happening in the background. All of that has been occurring. My body is taking in all of these informations from the neutrinos around me that we are constantly bombarded with all day long, those subatomic particles of information, and it's being processed. It's being picked through by these incredible mechanisms within our bodies. It's being sorted. It's being digested. It is trash and waste is being thrown out, irrelevant things, things that aren't relevant to me, right? They might be relevant for someone else, but they're not needed by me. So they're being discarded and and tossed aside and ignored and not heard. And then other pieces that are important to me and valuable to me and I have attracted into my life that are part of my path and my fractal is they're being processed behind the scene. There is so much moving and happening in the undercurrents, in the frequencies that we are unaware of, in the things in the background that are moving and working and constantly occurring that we aren't aware of until that moment of change. So I bring this up because I think it's important for us to look at individually, look at your own life, start looking at your life individually, your family's life. And if you think oh, so much changed in that one moment, that one decision, but what was the overlap and the transition? Even if that one moment and that one decision was spontaneous, was instant, there's still a transition that has to happen for everything to, to be able to catch up, right? Let's say the decision to take a job, the decision to move, right? It was like, oh, it just, it just came to me and it happened. Or the op- somebody made an offer to me. I got a job offer and it, it just happened and I, it occurred and it was there. It wasn't and then it was, right? These things that seem instantaneous. Again, there's things under the surface that are moving all the time, right? The universe is working for you. The, your energetic mechanics are working and digesting. It doesn't matter the, the language that you're using. There is there is language and concepts that help us understand there's things that are always at work. God is always at work, moving things for you, creating things for you. You have your life path. It's always unfolding. 
even if that moment showed up of change and it seemed instantaneous, what are the overlaps of you made adjustments, you made changes, you experienced different things, you felt different things, the moment happens and then afterwards there's this transition of all the things that had to happen for you to take this job. You know, you had to go probably... I don't know, go buy new clothes, get a new, make sure your car had gas in it. I don't know, all those things, right? That are pack, make a different menu for the week for your kids, or maybe your schedule changed, right? There are things that happened after that moment. And for the actual change to occur, for the full story of what that change is, there is an overlap. There is a transitional phase. What do those things look like for you? Can you see them? I'm not asking you to like take something and make this the monumental thing that's like, oh my God, this changed my life. But it really can because if you just start to notice and become more aware, that changes your life. That changes what you are experiencing because you can now see it because you can now know it, because you can now pay attention to it, because you are aware. Our awareness is what changes our life experience. Just the awareness. It doesn't even matter what you do with the awareness or the things that you now see and learn. And just having the awareness is immensely powerful for us. Can you see the transitions, the transition for that full change when your when your life has changed, when something has been different, when you have evolved? Can you see the full span of that that transition? Where was that period? Can you can you see the pieces? It's a lot like the full moon, like three days before the full moon, the day of the full moon, the three days after the full moon. That's really the full experience of the full moon's energetic build and power. Ask any kindergarten teacher, emergency room worker, police officer, uh, EMT, like they'll tell you it's the same thing. I will get phone calls or conversations or comments from people that are like, is the full moon coming? Shit's going crazy. Like, yeah, 90% of the time when somebody asks me that, yeah. It's building. We're in the, the three days before. We're in with the day of is tomorrow or whatever it may be, right? There's that transitional period. That the, the moment, the peak of the full moon is that one moment, but there's a transitional period if you take a step back and look out. You can see the spread. You can see that layer where things overlapped. Be aware of where those times are in your life. And are you in one of those overlaps right now? Are you asking for something to change, trying so hard to achieve a goal, wanting something to happen so bad, and you keep telling yourself like you're frustrated or irritated or bitter or angry about it's not happening, disappointed, right? It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not here. Why isn't it working? Are you in that state of mind when actually you're already in that initial, that initial transition, that before that moment of change, that pre-frame for the transition, for the change? Are you in that right now? Is that where you are? And can you actually take a breath, let go of the stress, put your shoulders down, relax your jaw? Can you see that that's where you are? Maybe you're in the post frame. Maybe you're actually in the post frame of a change that already occurred and you're sitting here like, why isn't this next thing happening? Like, dude, you're in the post parts of this last change still. You're still in that overlap of the last thing that you were experiencing or changing and like that affected a lot more than you think it did. We're so focused on that moment, that instant. 
it changed, it changed, it changed, it changed. But the whole story is so much bigger than that. The impact is so much bigger than that. The pre-frame, the post-frame, the transitional period, that overlap is monumental. Don't lose sight of those. It's actually 90% of your life. 95% of your life, right? On a bigger scale, we are in a transitional phase. We are in an overlap. The human species as it is, like scientifically speaking, the evolution of mankind from Neanderthal to uh, Homo sapiens. Homo sapiens is actually a, just after that evolution, we are a transitionary species. The next evolution has already started to occur, but we still have a lot of the last evolution. We are in this overlap and this transitionary phase before that quote-unquote moment actually occurs. Like the change that will happen is years. Like for the change to take full effect is years and years and years away. The moment when things change is going to be in 2027. The frequency of what we are experiencing, the vibrational frequencies that control us and our lives and affect us more than a lot of people would like to realize, is changing. And it will change. There will be a moment. But we are already in that pre-frame. And after that moment, we will be in the post-frame. But in this pre-frame, on a bigger scale, why this is important is because we don't, it doesn't feel great. <laughs> Transition is uncomfortable. Things are moving, changing, growing. They're called growing pains for a reason, guys. It's not a great feeling. It's uncomfortable. Becoming aware, becoming intentional, waking up. It's not easy. But it makes all the difference in what you experience. So the people that are having the hardest time with the way the world is changing, the people that constantly are, I wish it could be the way it was. Back in my day, it was this. Well, we used to do it this way and it worked then. We need to do that now. The people that are stuck in the old ways, this whole mindset of, I suffered, you have to suffer. Of I did it this way, you have to do it this way. Uh, Not ironically, I've been diving back into reading and learning about um, Princess Diana. And you look at the royal family in the UK and the crown and how um, how they operate and where they are. And in terms of evolution, in terms of the growth and the capacity of the human beings within that system, they are delayed by decades because they have been so isolated from the rest of the world that each generation so little has changed from generation to generation because it was this is how I did it so this is how you're going to do it and very little would change from generation to generation so there's been this like really slow slow sliding of change within that institution because they've allowed themselves to stay the same. 
This is how we've done it. This is how we're going to do it. This is how I did it. This is how you're going to do it. This worked for me. You have to be just like me. And that has been passed down from generation to generation. The further out from the position of king or queen itself, the more you can see it spread out. You can see a little bit more evolution. Uh, people like Princess Diana being dropped into the equation definitely lit a bomb off and sparked a lot of things within the institution itself. But it's such a great example of, of human evolution and how it is so important for the human being that you are, as the being an individual that you are, if you are placed in a container that does not allow for your evolution that tries to keep you in a space of, this was how I did it, this was how my grandfather did it, how my grandfather's grandfather, how my grandmother did like, this is how we are going to do it, how I did it, you must do it, you must be just like me, because I don't understand that, that's wrong, this is going to be how we do it, because this is the way I see it, which is how so many parents raise their kids right now, in varying degrees, you can see the detriment on the individual beings, even if the body and the soul and the spirit that you are born with or that your children are born with is completely individual and unique, which it is. It is for a reason. It is for a purpose. It is big and beautiful and powerful and amazing. But if you put that individuated spirit into a system and structure that doesn't allow it to be different, that teaches it through constant exposure through punishment through consequence through manipulation shame guilt force power uh, superiority complexes whatever those mechanisms may be but if that system keeps it in a space of i did it this way you are younger than me you have to do it this way too you can see the detriment like we're seeing what happens with that you can look at the crown from a uh, zoomed out perspective and see the detriment that it has on the spirit of an individual. On the ability for the system itself to evolve and to be able to have the capacity to support the individuals of that institution. So when you look at our world as a whole, whether you're looking at your community around you, your local space, or uh, globally in your country, or the world as a whole, you can see where there are places that people are continuing to pass down. I did it this way. You have to do it that way. You have to be like me. You have to think like me, act like me, do like me because I know better, because I'm older, because I did it that way, because I struggled, because I had that experience. You have to do it. This is the way it is. This is just the way it is. This is how it is. This is how the world works. Those types of beliefs and stories and mentality, they're crushing the next generations. The next generations of children, those that are, like I don't even like using like the Gen Z and the millennial and all those names and things because because we are in a transitionary phase. You can see people in every generation that have been so uniquely different They've popped up in every in music, in acting, in leadership roles and positions. And, and Princess Diana is one that popped up in a in a incredibly world renowned spot. Like I've been different in a lot of ways. My children are different. My the my friends' children that are 15, 10 years, 10, 15 years younger than my kids. 
like there that's overlap is there the existing children on this planet are very different from past generations from my generation to my children is a 20 year difference there's a huge difference between my children and me and that's for a reason because the evolution needs to happen and occur and and be something that is powerful and beautiful what i get to build if i'm aware is about supporting my children and the future generations. If I continue to have a perspective that says, I did it this way, this is what makes sense to me, this is what I know, this is my way, this is how I was raised, you have to be that way. I'm keeping that generation stuck in the past. So as a parent or as a teacher or as a leader in some way, where if you are working with younger team members at work, if you are hiring employees that are younger, instead of implementing structures and pieces that are, this is how I know it works. This is how I know it needs to happen. My business, my rules. What if you allowed it to be almost in the reverse? You're still the leader. You're still the one in charge. You are still responsible for life or death, right? Like as a parent, Absolutely, 100%. Always interfere when it is literally something that could (laughs) cause life or death issues with your family and your children. As an employer, the life or death of your business, yes, it's important. But what if you let them use their expertise, use their individuality, use their perspective and their view to be something that is of so much more value than your own? Now, that's a huge ego hit. That's a huge shift in our power dynamics. That's a huge change in our superiority complex and in our savior complexes, which especially if you are a white human being, those are some real big things to start tackling within yourself. But if you can put that shit to the side and you can drop your pride and you can start to understand that we have been raised backwards. It's not about me showing the next generation how to do things. It's about me supporting as the next generation shows me how they want to do things. My job as a projector, as a right brain, right mind, right environment, and I'm three quarters right if you're in the human design world, I am, as an emotional authority as well, I'm designed to see and to observe and to allow the depth and to wait. And it's a hard shift for me to make because I was raised by generators. I was raised in a world to respond that is built for generators, by generators to force response. We are in a hurry. We are make decisions now. We need to go faster. We need to do bigger. And we are outsourcing our inner authority all the freaking time to other people, to other things. So it is a very difficult journey to completely stop and go against the grain in that and learn that it's not about me being in charge. It is not about me teaching my children how to do things, showing them the way, making them do things the way I think they should because I know that they're better, because I know that they work. So much more of what my job is, is watching them Discover what's for themselves. Watching them show me their way. 
Every child's design is different. Every adult's design is different. We are all completely uniquely created because our individuality is needed. Our individual perspective, our individual input, our individual gifts, our individual viewpoints and motivations, they are needed. But we have to let them be a part of the equation. We have to let them be a part of the picture. We have to allow the younger generations to show us their way, to show us their view. They should be valued. We are doing a lot of things backwards. So I know it feels like I just kind of, well, at least to me it does. I went like way off on a tangent, but this is all so connected because this is the change that is occurring on a collective level. If you zoom way out and you're looking at humanity and the evolution and we are in the transition of shifting from tribe to individual, the need to fit in, the desire to support everyone, to share everyone, to being individuals, to being individuated, to being differentiated, to being more focused on each individual person as their own piece. That is the transition that we are in. That is what these younger generations are here for. That is what these souls are. So much more than generations in the past, as evolution should be. That's how it works. They are what's next. They came after you. They are the future. And it's not just my kids are going to you know, only live to be 80, 90, 100 years old, whatever. It's also, they're going to impact the next generation. They're going to impact the next generation as it has always been. You get to choose to be that change, to break a lot of the old cycles, to choose to be different, to choose to allow your kids to be different, the kids that you were around to be different, even if it's a moment a moment for them when they feel seen and heard and allowed and encouraged, allowed to be different, allowed to see things different, valued, even if it's a moment that can mean the world to them. So it's important to start becoming aware because I can't... It's difficult to be able to help my kids if I don't understand any of myself. So on a global scale, on a collective scale, this is what's happening with the world. I can't change the world. On a family level, I can't help my extended family. But for what I can help and what I can change is me and the impact I have on my kids. So it always is this cyclical thing. Collective themes and patterns are what we see in individuals and in individual families and individual jobs and communities, industries, and, and in our individual selves. The same pattern can be seen anywhere. The pattern is a pattern because it's what allows us to see what's occurring. It gets passed on. We see the repetition. When you see the repetition, then you can become aware and you can make the change. But I can't change the world. I can change myself. And by changing myself, I change my kids. And my kids change the world around them. And that gets passed on in the ripple effect. This is how change occurs. So this transition phase, this overlap, it's messy. It's uncomfortable. 
it's confronting. And it's not for everyone. Not everyone will change. Not everyone will wake up. Never, never, never. (laughs) It's just not how it works. It's a transition phase. There are only a select few people that are going to actually wake up and make changes. There are a lot that will dabble. And it's like a bell curve. If you look at any statistics course and study and you're looking at the changes of evolution, it happens on a bell curve. And it has been increasing. So it started with a few And then it got a little more, and then a little more, a little more, and then it'll peak, and then it'll be a little less, a little less, a little less. That's how change happens. It's overlap of and a mix of all kinds of different things. And if we continue to fight it to keep things the same how it was, you're going to have a really shitty experience. So look for the transitionary phases in your life. That's the first part. Become aware of in yourself For a projector, we often, if you know your design, you will learn through the other. So look at maybe your husband or your spouse or your kids or your family as a whole. It allows you to actually identify things in yourself better. Where were the transitionary phases? Where did it feel like everything changed in that one moment? But what was the pre-frame? What's the post-frame? Right now we're in a pre-frame for change as a collective, as a huge global human species. Where can you see pre-frames and post-frames in your family, in yourself? Is that what you're in now? Which one are you in now? Are you in one daily? There's micro examples of that in everyday life, as well as monthly, weekly, Yearly, decades. What do you see? Are you willing to look? And are you willing to start shifting the way you are behaving and acting towards your children or the children in your life or the little people in your life or yourself and learn to show up differently for the people you are leading, the people you are impacting. Even if you're not in that official titled position, you're still impacting the people around you because what's coming and what has already started to occur is a collapse of all of that hierarchy. Yes, we will need leaders, but it won't be based on a power dynamic. It won't be based on, on somebody being in control and somebody having all the power, somebody making all the decisions and how they see it is how it's going to go. The hierarchy changes. It has already started in many places and these upcoming generations, if you continue to push against them, it's not going to be pretty. What are you willing to see and change? What are you willing to become aware of now? Can you see the transitional phases in your own life? And what does that mean for you? What does it make you feel? What do you notice coming up in the stories about how things have changed or need to change? Or what does anything I've said today make you feel? What do you think? That's it. We're done for today. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. You can find me over on Instagram at Kelly Greeno, G-R-I-G-N-O-N, looks like Grignon. Happy to see you show up there and observe you interacting with a lot of my content and things that I share. I hope it all resonates. If you have questions, comments, ideas, if you have invitations for me in true projector style, 
You can send them to kgrino, G-R-I-G-N-O-N, at gmail.com. I'll talk to you soon.